Hi, I'm Rachel, and you're listening to the Tipsy Traveler podcast, where we talk about cocktails, travel stories, and how-tos. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the 14th episode of the Tipsy Traveler podcast. Today, I'm going to be breaking down planning an extended trip, so multiple months of traveling, what that could look like for you, and how to get started. But of course, before we hop into that, let's talk cocktail. This week, because the topic isn't centered around one specific country or region or city, sorry, I said region, so weird just then, I kind of could use any kind of cocktail and just, you know, go with it. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing. This is a cocktail that my boyfriend Brian introduced me to. I don't remember exactly how he heard about it, but it's kind of a strange one because instead of the main ingredient being liquor, the main ingredient is actually bitters. So it's called a Trinidad Sour and it's about an ounce and a half of Angostura bitters, which is a lot. Most of the time you use a couple dashes, like a couple drops. So an ounce and a half is kind of interesting. And then about an ounce of Orzat, which is spelled O-R-G-E-A-T, and I always want to say Orgeat, but I don't think that's right. (laughs) I think it's Orzat, which is like an almond syrup, about three-fourths of an ounce of fresh lemon juice, and then half an ounce of rye whiskey, and then the lemon peel to garnish. We've tried it both regularly and then also clarified where you like clarify it with milk and it's this whole process and they're both really good they taste very different from each other the clarified versus the non it's just kind of a fun interesting spin on a cocktail because the alcohol content is so low or like the liquor content is so low highly recommend you try it it makes you feel really fancy if that's you know anything you're interested in Alrighty, so let's dive into how to plan an extended trip. So I guess I want to preface this with if you are interested in vacation, this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who want to quit their job and leave their apartment and travel for months on end, right? So I would say probably more than three months at a time or even in that range of like three months, right? Three months plus. So I think step one always for trips that I take at least is figuring out how much time I actually do have. So are you thinking indefinitely? Are you thinking a set period of time, like three, four, five, six months? Figure out how much time you actually want to spend traveling. And this also can apply to smaller trips as well. I've I've spoken on this before in episodes, I think on an episode about how to figure out which location to go to for a vacation. But figuring out how much time you have is always going to be step number one, whether you're taking a long weekend trip or traveling for six months. It's important to know how long you have so that you can start figuring out how to budget for it. I think this is an area that people really struggle with. And this is an area that for me comes pretty naturally. So taking a look at your finances, if you want to start traveling in Definitely. The first thing that you need to do is have a bank account set up for travel. So anytime that you get paid, put a percentage of your paycheck into your travel fund. This is something I've been doing since I had a bank account, pretty much. (laughs) I started putting aside a certain number every month for travel. And this doesn't include nowadays I travel sometimes for work and that's a totally separate thing. This is specifically for personal travel and how much that should be is based on obviously how much you're making and how much you want to spend on travel. I recommend a percentage as opposed to like a set amount. So the percentage that I tend to put in is about 10 
10 to 15 percent of my monthly income into a travel travel account and honestly I travel a lot (laughs) I take a lot of trips so your budget could be closer to 5% if you're only planning on taking like one trip a year. But if you're planning on doing an extended travel situation where you're quitting your job and you're leaving everything behind and you're just traveling for months on end, I would recommend starting around 10% of your monthly to accumulate over time. Something else to think through about finances is if, wow, did you hear that voice crack? (laughs) Is to think through what bills you're going to have to continue paying back home while you're traveling. For instance, if you have a lot of things, where are you leaving them? Are you leaving them at a family's house, a family's house, a family member's house, or a friend's house? Or are you buying or renting out a storage unit? What other bills will you have, like cell phone or, or for me, student loans or anything else like that that would be continuous even while you're traveling? Because obviously you wouldn't have the same rent costs most likely unless you're not moving out of your house or apartment or wherever, but that doesn't mean that you won't have any other bills to think through. So start by making a list of things that would carry over even if you left your job or your house behind. (laughs) And then something else I encourage pretty often is to find passive income. I think that any kind of passive or online income is going to be extremely beneficial for you when you're traveling. Because while there are a lot of things that you can do to save up money and and have a good solid savings to spend while you're traveling, it is really disheartening and just like mentally difficult to see your bank account being drained over and over and over again without replenishing it at all. So I highly recommend researching and setting up a way for you to earn online income. If you want to talk to me about that, I'm more than happy to because I love talking business. I know that I don't talk business on here because that's not what this podcast is for, but I love talking through business and I've set up multiple businesses, some online passive and some not like wedding photography is not an online or passive income. So more than happy to talk through some of the e-com things that I know to help you get started if you're considering this way of life or this life change. <laughs> I think it's also important once you have a good time frame set up to choose a start and an end date, but not to over plan every second of your trip. So for instance, if you decide that you want to leave your job and leave your apartment and travel for six months, then have your start date of January 1st, have your end date of June 30th or whatever. That's six months, right? (laughs) But don't go and plan through, okay, I'll be here in this month, I'll be here in this month, I'll be here in this month, but rather choose your continent, choose your region, choose your country, even if you're going to be staying in one country the whole time. But don't overly plan every single step of the way because when things pop up, which they very often do when you're traveling, because you'll most likely be meeting other travelers. So if you meet someone along the way and they say like, oh, I'm heading over to Copenhagen. You're like, oh, that sounds really cool, but I've already booked my entire six month trip and it doesn't include Copenhagen. And now I'm sad. I either have to miss out on money or not go. I've just found that taking it one even like a week at a time. A day at a time I know is a stretch. I'm a day at a time kind of person when I travel. I'm not at home. I'm very organized and like very planned out when I'm at home. But for some reason when I'm on vacation, I want to take it day by day. And I know that that can be really daunting to people. So 
if that seems scary, then maybe look at it from like week to week standpoint instead of planning out the entire six month chunk all at once. I'm actually going to have an entire episode about how to unplan a trip, so that's not what I'm going to get into right now, but I just want to encourage you to have your start date, have your end date, have your region that you're kind of feeling comfortable with or that you plan on traveling or seeing, but don't go into extreme detail and map out an entire itinerary because you'll close yourself off to spontaneous opportunities, which in my opinion is like the reason to travel are those spontaneous opportunities because life needs more of that. My two cents. (laughs) But breaking down your finances, think through all of the expenses that will carry over. Think through how much you'll be spending. So if you're planning on doing like work stays, you'll be spending a lot less money. And if you want to hear more about work stays, highly recommend going back and listening to my first Peru episode because I talk about what work stays are, how they kind of function. But if you have it broken down into you know your expenses that will be kind of steady and then you know how much you think you'll spend and then break it down into categories. So for instance, you have like living expenses. So are you staying in hostels? Are you staying in a hotel? Are you working for your stay and not having to pay for your stay but having to work, which would be a very different trip than if you weren't doing that. And a good way to start is just to Google and to make plans as if you're going to stay somewhere for two weeks and see how much it costs in particular regions. Because even say you're traveling in Europe, the cost of living varies significantly across Europe. So in some cities, you're looking at spending 40 or $50 on a night to stay in a hostel. And in some cities, you can find stay for 12 to $15 a night. So it really just depends on the city and also like your comfort level because staying in a 10 person room hostel is very different than having your own Airbnb. So start with mapping out all of the expenses that you'll have from the average cost of the kind of place that you want to stay to the average cost of a meal, which you can Google. Like you can straight up Google the average cost of a meal in Paris and also think through any other extraneous expenses. Are you going to be taking tours? Are you going to be setting them up for yourself? There are a million free options for like free walking tours that like only go on donations. So you could do that and have a certain budget for your donations or you could research in different regions how much tours cost and know that like you'll probably spend around X. It's also important to realize that one of your bigger expenses is going to be hopping from place to place. So bus tickets, plane tickets, train tickets from city to city are going to add up. So think through how often you think you'll want to do that and set aside specific money for it or a specific budget for it so that you know, okay, I have a thousand dollars to spend on trains and planes and buses in the next six months. So if I hop to 10 different cities in the first month, chances are that budget is almost gone. (laughs) So really think through kind of different buckets of money and allocate that to specific things as opposed to saying like, okay, I have $10,000 for the next six months and I'll just use it for whatever. No, like budget it out in a way where you have money for hostels and hotels, you have money for food, you have money for planes and trains and buses, you have money for fun things like alcohol or tours or what have you. Dessert. I'm a big dessert person. And I know for any of you who are not interested in traveling for an extended period of time or have never done it before, this all can seem really overwhelming. So I'm kind of considering creating a guide that would break down all of these different buckets and like how much things cost in different areas of the world. Is that something that you'd be interested in? I've kind of thought about it over time because this is something that I really enjoy. I love 
figuring out how to allocate money for travel. And so I'd love to create that resource for you guys, but I also don't want to waste my time if like no one cares. Because <laughs> I know not everyone is looking to travel for six months or for a year. You know, I know that some of you listening are just interested in, in going on vacation here and there or like hearing the stories of me going on these adventures, but you're not necessarily looking into traveling for an extended period of time. So please let me know, like reach out to me on Instagram or TikTok or wherever. If you have my phone number, text me <laughs> and just let me know if this is something that would be beneficial. I think I could also probably scale it down and instead of doing it for, you know, a six month extended stay of how to allocate your money. I could also probably do one for like a week long trip because I know this is something that is really daunting to a lot of people. So please, please, please give me some feedback on this because it's an idea that I've had, but I really don't want to waste my time creating it if no one really cares. So let me know. I'm keeping this episode pretty short and sweet because I think I just wanted to give you guys a diving board into creating a world where you could leave for six months and travel if you wanted to. And I hope that this was helpful. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around what information I should be giving you guys because I don't want to flood you. You know, I don't want to be like, okay, here's every single piece of information I know about traveling and how to figure out your finances when you're traveling because that would be a lot. <laughs> and I think it would be just way too much and it would be an hour long episode. No one wants to listen to me talk about money for an hour. So I hope this is a good starting point for you to start thinking through the expenses that you'd have and how to kind of sort through your money and sort through your savings for a trip like this. On next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about Rome again. This will be part two. I'm probably going to have three or four episodes about Rome if I'm being honest or like Italy in general because I've spent so much time there and I love it so much. <laughs> so be looking for that next week. In the meantime, again, please, please, please give me some feedback. I love talking and I want to talk to you guys. I want to interact with you. So reach out to me on Instagram. It's at the tipsy traveler official or TikTok is at the tipsy traveler. And I really hope to see you guys show up there and have a conversation about how you're gonna quit your job and <laughs> start traveling. <laughs>